Good afternoon, guys. I'm glad to have you back for another episode of I Love My Shelf with Shana Hannibal. So remember, if you're an author and you're interested in getting your book read on my podcast, please see my website for details. I love to have you. I love reading stories and I love being able to share your stories with the world. So today we have the wonderful Maxine Blake and her story is called Don't Poo in My Pudding Bowl. Hilarious, right? So this story is a humorous memoir of her teaching days and her relationships with students. And I am super interested in this because as you know, I'm in education myself. I was a teacher for 10 years before becoming an assistant principal. Um, So I am so ready to dive into this story. Are you guys ready? All right, here we go. So this chapter is called The Lake District Trip. Day three. As much as I would have liked to change groups just to see how everyone else was getting on, I remained with my group for the remainder of the activities. Today, we were kayaking and canoeing. My group of mainly Somalia Muslim girls were about to enter the water, definitely unknown territory. The previous night, the staff were discussing the issues around the girls and the need for female leads for the activities. We were short of these, so we had to think of compromises while still ensuring that their cultural and religious needs were met and respected. That morning, the girls weren't happy and were trying all the tricks in the book to avoid the activity. I'm on my period, I really feel ill. I didn't sleep last night, I can't eat my breakfast. I have no energy, I'm scared of water, I'm too big. You haven't got a wetsuit my size. All of these we had an answer for. They eventually had to concede as the staff were not easily fooled. The girls were taking part in the activity whatever the excuses were. They yielded and decided that the activity was fine as long as they were fully covered from head to toe. This meant wetsuits and additional clothing to hide any exposed areas. Finally, the girls were dressed, canoes packed, and off we went into the minibus to the lake. The canoes were unloaded and placed near the jetty. Groups were chosen and staff tried to match weight with confidence. For additional safety and buoyancy, two canoes were strapped together, which made it more difficult for them to tip into the water. Everyone was relatively happy with their groups, so we set off to launch the canoes into the lake. At the front of the queue, four of the girls immediately went and sat in their canoes. I sat at the back, watching and waiting. I waited a little more, but no one had said anything, so I then approached them. How are you going to get into the water? They looked at me as if I was speaking a foreign language. The water won't come to you. You have to go to it by launching the canoes off the jetty. I watched as the light bulbs gradually went on. They all got out of the canoes and slowly carried them down to the edge. 
One of the girls decided that she would direct the group, so stood in the middle of the two strapped canoes facing the girls with her back to the water, barking orders. I could see what was going to happen, but these girls were oblivious to the possible hazard. I had to think quickly if I was to halt the proceedings, but decided that the water would be too shallow to cause any lasting damage. They continued to slowly make their way towards the edge of the jetty and were descending the steepest section. Their self-proclaimed leader was still in between the two canoes given directions. She suddenly realized that the water was around her ankles and her eyes widened as the rest of the group continued to struggle with the weight of the canoes, oblivious to the unfolding scene. She was now trapped between two canoes and the water's edge and suddenly realized that there could only be one ending. She had no choice but to give in to the forward march of her peers and allow herself to be swallowed up by the water. Her arms flayed backwards as the straps hit her legs. She screamed as she started to lose her balance and toppled into the water, causing her team to look up. Then they realized what was happening. They screamed too. I let my body give in to the convulsions of laughter that were quickly immersing me. I walked over towards the commotion and soon realized that the screams had changed to laughter. The three girls carrying the canoes had dropped them and were bent double howling as they stared at their friend. I continued to approach, then understood the change in emotion. Their leader was flaying about in the water on her back, still screaming with a desperate look on her face, but going nowhere. She was in about three centimeters of water. She looked at me, realizing that I was standing next to her and was suddenly silent. I stood over her, bent down, put my hand on her shoulder and told her that she was going to be okay. She stopped, looked at me, looked at her surroundings, then at the girls and burst out laughing while continuing to fake her previous drowning movements. This event broke the ice for the remainder of the day and they all happily participated in the water events. They stood on their canoes, chased and splashed each other and unbelievably jumped in and out of the lake for the remainder of the session. Who would have guessed how this would have ended? Some of the students certainly had moments to remember. So, where were the boys in all of this? About 10 miles away, through winding dark roads in another youth hostel. I made the return journey every night to support both staff and students. One of the nights, I overheard some of the boys planning to visit the girls. I smiled and just dropped a hint at the 20-mile return journey over a few hills in the dark. Oh, and no lights anywhere. The look of dismay on their faces. Thank you for joining me in reading this story. This one was so funny. Of course, the little girl is okay, but she's just being very dramatic. So I want to thank Maxine Blake for her submission. Once again, the book is called Don't Poo in the Pudding Bowl. And if you're interested in having your story read, please see my website for details. The website is www.shanahannibal.com. And also make sure you follow me on all my social media uh, profiles, DivaAP85. I look forward to working with you guys next week. Bye.